Good evening. This is Lee Douglas. In these times of political correctness, we have lost sight of the contributions made by actors of various ethnic heritages, like Canadian-born Native American Harold J. Smith, also known as J. Silverheels, African-American comedians and actors like Mantan Moreland, Willie Best and Steppen Fetchett, and many others, because of the many nearsighted stuffed shirts that find the roles that they played to be beneath the dignity of their ancestry. In truth, all of these men were some of the busiest actors in Hollywood. Today we're focusing on the Native American. When you needed an American actor of Indian heritage that had credibility and believability as an actor playing the part of an Indian with true character, Jay Silverheels was always their first choice. Neither he nor his wallet felt the slightest pain in playing the roles he starred in. As children of the 50s, we did not grow up thinking of Indians as illiterate natives that could neither write nor read nor hold down a job, but rather learned from TV and movies that whether called Indian, Native American, they were heroes and true friends who at all odds would protect and defend their friends and the cause of right no matter who or where it was. We learned to respect all. Were these stereotypes true? Of course not. No more than you could call the character of Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber a stereotype of a white person. Nor could the character of Asian detective Charlie Chan be insulting to the Chinese race. Here was a brilliant detective that ran circles around every police force in the known world. His pleasant, choppy, and overly polite persona was a facade that people all over the world loved and admired. Where, indeed, is that insulting? The world has grown too thin-skinned and has lost sight of a sense of humor that isn't laced with four-letter words and sexual connotations. In this show, I have tried to show reverence and appreciation for all Native Americans and the truly hard life that they have been forced into by the lying and conniving of dishonest politicians who cared only about furthering their agendas and adding more space to the ever-expanding needs of our young country. They, like all peoples in this country, should be afforded our admiration and respect.
Well, hi again, everybody. This is Lee Douglas, and thank you for going through and listening to my little political correctness tirade. Tonight's show is about the American Indian, or Native American, whatever you would like to call it. And the focus of the show is to show that people can not only be respectful, but they could even laugh at themselves as well. And tonight you're going to hear all kinds of songs about the Native American experience from the absurd to the very genuinely sad and historical correct things that we do have. We're going to start tonight, you know, when you look back at at the past and the way Indians are kind of, uh, were, you know, after all, when we started out in this country, it was their country, and we came in and we made promises and we lied to them and they got angry. And they kept getting pushed out, as you would if invaded or stolen from you. And I can understand they have a, had a different way of life, and they handled things in a different way. And when movies first came out, of course, the Indians were all bloodthirsty um, monsters. And as we began to grow as a, as a people, we began to see that this was untrue. There are still great parts that are being forgotten because we or the people, I, you know, I hate to say we because it isn't me, but the people that still feel that they're being insulted. And this is so far from the truth, but people have to understand. I mean, people insult other people all the time. And if we take everything seriously, uh, it's just incredibly unfair and silly because that makes means we're stupid it's okay to curse somebody out and say thank you but don't insult their race or their ethnic background just call them bad names that's okay i don't get it okay anyway tonight we're going to do just that we're going to start off with ray stevens doing one of his very infrequent really good songs with <laughs> without being silly and crazy and everything else. It's called Indian Love Call. When I'm calling you And I 
the great Roy Orbison, Indian Wedding. There once was an Indian brave by the name of Yellow Hand. He fell in love with the maiden known as White Sand. They vowed the love would last forevermore. Then came the day that they had waited for. Yellow Hand brought her a golden feather. White sand said a prayer for good weather The ceremonial dance grew loud and strong Then yellow hand began their wedding song
had for the last few weeks a brand new show. It's not on TalkShoe. It is on Spreaker. That is S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com. And it's called The Lee Douglas Show. It is a mixture, a potpourri, something like nobody has on radio. And I thought if you're interested, you might enjoy just listening. One thing is there is a lot of political commentary. Now, if you don't believe in my particular brand of politics, that's okay. Because along with that commentary, we have comedy bits, um, old radio dramas, music, country music, rock and roll music, a whole bunch of things all rolled up into one neat package. And we will be running that every Tuesday, as I said, on Spreaker.com. Please, give it a try. You might enjoy it. We do have some old rock and roll. We do have some fine new pieces that we find by, uh, by old artists sometimes. A lot of things that don't fit into old-time rock and roll, I'll put on, on this show. So that's the Lee Douglas Show. It is up on Spreaker.com podcast always in the archives, as usual. I hope you'll listen. I'd appreciate it. One of the most famous songs about Indians of any kind, of course, was back in the late 1940s, and it was sung by Hank Williams Sr. It was called Kalijah. It is one of the greatest country songs, crossover songs, uh, that has existed about the American Indian, even though this Indian is just as they called it, a cigar store Indian. This is the updated version by the great Charlie Pride. It's called Kalijah. Kalijah was a hooting Indian standing by the door. He fell in love with the Indian made over in the She could never answer yes or no, 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 no. Poor Ocalager, well, he never got a kiss. Poor Ocalager, he don't know what he missed. Is it any wonder that his face is red? Girl, I drew that portal wouldn't He always wore his Sunday feathers and held a Tommy Hawk. The maiden work of beads and braids and hope someday he talk. Girl, I jump. Girl, he stood there as a lonely as can be. Cause his heart falls of an old pine knotted tree, tree, 
face of the red Girl, I jure that portal wouldn't Have a good time And then one day a wealthy customer bought the Indian maid Eat the girl so far away, but Okalaja stay. Girl, I One of the greatest fighters for American Indian heritage was Johnny Cash. He had a love for the Native American people that few white people had. He had a great empathy for all of them. And this song, of course, was written by Neil Young, but this is his version. Johnny Cash, Pocahontas. Aurora Borealis The icy sky at night Paddles cut the water In a long and hurried flight From the white men To the fields of green In the homeland We've never seen They killed us in our teepee They cut our women down They might have left some babies Crying on the ground But the fire sticks And the wagons come And the night falls On the setting sun They massacred the buffalo Kitty corner from the bank Taxis run across my feet And my eyes have turned to blanks And my little box At the top of the stairs With my Indian rug And a pipe to share
trapper I would give a thousand pelts To sleep with Pocahontas And find out how she fell In the morning On the fields of green In the homeland We've never seen Be there by the fire We'll sit and talk about Hollywood And the good things there for hire Like the Astrodome And the first TP Marlon Brando Pocahontas and me Marlon Brando You're going to hear through the course of this show a particular term which really I don't know if it truly is what it's supposed to be. The the term is kimosabe. Now, kimosabe were the words that Tonto always said to the Lone Ranger, and it was supposed to mean trusty scout or trusty friend. I don't know if that is so. Uh, that much is out of my realm of expertise. But I can tell you that however it was made, it was done so well in many songs, both humorous and serious. This one is just an instrumental. It's called kimosabe.
those are the electric Indians of Kimosabe. I don't know if they ever had another song. You know, sometimes if they find a song that really works and they just put together a bunch of musicians and then sometimes it works and they have to go out and find people to do this job. Otherwise, it's just forgotten. It's been done with groups and vocal groups and uh, bands and, you know, you just can't tell. So just another part of that record business that's kind of nutty. This next song is straight out of the movie, the Disney movie Pocahontas. It was the opening. It's called Steady as the Beating Drum. It's good to be home. Here's another instrumental by another group that calls themselves the Cherokees. The song, if you want to talk about stereotypical songs, here it would be. It's called Uprising.
getting back to stereotypes, Jay Silverheels, uh, his portrayal of Tonto for, from 1949 when it hit the television airwaves to 1957 when then they went into production of two films, uh, he played Tonto. And, you know, what we forget is that people who don't know our language do not speak very well. And sometimes if he had talked like a normal, you know, American of the time, it wouldn't seem normal. That's like Tarzan speaking perfect English like he does in uh, the Herman Bricks version back in the 1930s. Uh, he was too eloquent. He, you forgot that the guy started out in the jungle somewhere. So Jay Silverheels actually played a two-dimensional character. Okay? He was everything he's supposed to be, and he put all into it. But it still came out, oh, that right, you know, that kind of stuff. But he was still well-liked. He was loved, in fact, and revered by Western fans all over the place. And he had more jobs playing Indians in other show, other movies and shows. You, you couldn't get enough of Jay Silverheels. But the truth of the matter was he became very rich because of that. And in the 1970s, he appeared on the Johnny Carson Tonight Show and did a funny, funny takeoff on his Tonto character applying for a job. This one you got to hear. You know, working so closely for all these years with one man, even the Lone Ranger, uh, would probably put a strain on any relationship. And we were wondering what might happen if Tonto decided he wanted temporary change and decided to seek employment elsewhere. So uh, here's the premise. I'm playing the personnel director of a large corporation, for example, NBC, and I'm going to interview prospective employees. Now, let's see, who's the next applicant? Tishman, Tibor, Tobias, Tonto. Uh, Miss Loomis, would you send in Mr. Tonto, please? Mm. Nice of you to come in. Let's see. Let's let's get right to the the application here. Uh, may I have the last name, please? Tonto. All righty. The first? Tonto. And middle? Tonto. Tonto, Tonto, Tonto? No, no, no. No first or last name, all Tonto. <laughs> well, that's, that's certainly an unusual name. Ah, just talking about that the other day with Hildegard, Kenton Vloss, and Ethan Zimbalist, Jr. Well, Mr. Tonto, I... I'm just looking over your application here, and um, I'm not sure we have an opening at this time for a fateful sidekick who can make a tasty dinner out of desert roots. Uh, first you take our land, then you knock our skills. No, 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 I didn't mean to knock your skills. It's nothing of the sort, perhaps, if we had an interview in depth here. Uh, now, would you tell me, who was your uh, last employer? Can I have that? I uh, worked 30 years as faithful sidekick for Kimasabe. Mm -hmm. Hunt, fish, make food, sew clothes, mm -hmm. sweep up, stay awake all night, listen for enemies for Kimasabe, mm -hmm. risk life for Kimasabe. Mm -hmm. 30 lousy years. <laughs> For this, what, what was your salary? Salary? What salary? Well, your, your, your payment, something he gave you in exchange for your chores. Uh, 
Once Kimasabi let me peek on the mask. No big deal. <laughs> but, uh, but no money. Mm, silver bullets don't grow on tumbleweed, fellow. <laughs> You've got to buy them with Hunter's salary. Oh, I see. That's right. He was always giving away silver bullets. Silver this, silver that, high-ho silver. Oh, Kimasabe have precious metal hang-up. Yes. <laughs> by the, uh, by the way, what does, what does Kimosabe mean? <laughs> and why did he uh, finally leave? And find out what Kimosabe well, That would do it, yes. Now, Mr. Tonto, as you know, this is a highly industrial society. We need specialized skills. Did you have any of those? How about standing outside window and imitating owl? Mm, I'm sorry, all our vice presidential positions are filled. <laughs> if we do find a position, where would you like to uh, relocate, Tonto? Mm, Toronto. <laughs> Toronto, Tonto? <laughs> do you uh do you have any special language skills, Tonto? Uh, Tonto speak Esperanto. Tonto Esperanto. So as I understand this now, your your ideal job would be uh Ah Tonto to Toronto for Esperanto and Pronto. Thank you very much, Tonto. We'll try to fix you. train of loving moving slow and I can see the peace pipe burning low you criticize each little thing I do but listen baby I've got news for you there's too many chiefs and not enough Indians Around this house Baby, I'm tired of this old game We play called cat and mouse If you don't give just a little bit more We're both gonna lose the race Cause it's too many chiefs And not enough in Around this place Trouble on our happy hunting ground Cause you keep stepping too far out of bounds It's hard to run this reservation right When you stay on the warpath day and night many chiefs and all enough Indians around this house. And baby, I'm tired of this old game we play called cat and mouse. If you don't give just a little bit more, we're both gonna lose the race. Cause there's too many chiefs and all enough Indians around this place. Oh, 
Look at all the things I have to do To keep this TP running just for you Well, times are tough and wampum's hard to sail Just remember who's a squaw and who's a brave Chiefs, they're not enough in them around this house. Baby, I'm tired of this old game we play called cat and mouse. If you don't give just a little bit more, both gonna lose the race. Cause there's too many chiefs and not enough in them around this place. Just heard Dean Martin, Too Many Chiefs and Not Enough Indians, and then you're hearing now, The Chiefs, Apache. Johnny Preston with his follow-up record to Running Bear. It's called Chief Heartbreak. Another chief while they eat him buffalo You feed him beef Get out of my teepee We give him a shove 
Get out of my teepee Cause I don't want your Indian love I think that you my Cherokee When I turn my back you scout on me Get out of my teepee Me giving you show Get out of my teepee Cause I don't want your Swim the river, but you ain't nothing but an Indian giver. You gave me love, but you took it right back. You make it this engine for the jack. I spend my wampum, shut my hair, and oh, you rode on my pony, but you wanna know. Get out of my CP, me give them you shot. Get out of my CP, cause I don't want your Indian love. Before I go any further, I want to acknowledge the fact that this type of show, this particular show, was suggested by Alan Hope of Fleet Hampshire in the United Kingdom. And I want to thank Alan for that. And, uh, you know, here's, here's a country that is so far removed, actually, from our shores that their perception of American Indians and even Americans are quite different. So it's interesting, and thank you, Alan for your suggestion. As you see, I took it to heart. Now, these two next songs absolutely set back relations between the United States and the American Indian for many, many years. Larry Vern did these two songs, not one, but two songs. One, they say, even had Annette Funicello in the background doing some of the whooping. So I want you to hear them both right now. First, the original, Mr. Custer. And secondly, Hey, Mr. Sittenbull. Here's Larry Vern. That famous day in history, the men of the Seventh Cavalry went riding on. And from the rear a voice was heard A brave young man with a trembling word Right loud and clear What am I doing here? Please, Mr. Custer I don't want to go Hey, Mr. Custer Please don't make me go I had a dream last night About the coming fight Somebody yelled at that And there I stood with the arrow in my back Please, Mr. Custer I don't want to go Look at them bushes out there. They move. 
to make the engine behind every one. Hi, Mr. Custer. You mind if I be excused the rest of the afternoon? Hey, Charlie, duck your head. You're a little bit late on that one, Charlie. I bet that's smart. They were sure of victory, the men of the Seventh Cavalry, as they rode on. But then from the rear a voice was heard, that same great voice with a trembling word rang loud and clear. What am I doing here? Please, Mr. Custer, I don't want to go. Mr. Custer, please don't make me go. There's a red skin waiting out there. He's fixing to take my hat. A coward I've been called. Cause I don't want to wind up dead or bald. Please, Mr. Custer. I don't want to go. Oh. I wonder what the engine word for friend is. Say friend. Kimasabi, that's it. Kimasabi. Hey out there, Kimasabi. No, that isn't it. Look at them out there. They're running around like a bunch of wild engines. <laughs> no, this ain't no time for joking. It's all I have to wear 
moving experiences I ever had was going to Cherokee, North Carolina and watching the production Trail of Tears. Never was I so angry about my own country as I was after that. Here's the great Billy Ray Cyrus and Trail of Tears. Dark. 
Probably this was one of the three biggest songs ever recorded about American Indians. And I would put this easily one or two. This is Cher, Half-Breed. It all 
to join in so silver and pale It's time to climb into my saddle Along the narrow trail From Fats Domino and along the Navajo Trail to Frankie Ford, telling us about the most infamous of the Native American Indians, Geronimo. Columbia record star Johnny Horton, The Vanishing Race. An Indian brave rode along one day on a lonely mountain trail And gazed below with the heart of woe the prairie schooner sailed A vision formed like a mortal storm In the dust of the wagon train A vanishing race appeared in space And he sang this sad refrain Rolling 
they fade from my vision And in time will be gone I see an eagle in space My people will fall on high Please spare them this sorrow You showed to my Some rockabilly from One Wheeler, White Lightning, Cherokee. I know a Cherokee made a little down by the sloop. I fetched her a drink of my pappy brew. She took a sip and then around my neck her arm flew, and her red hot kisses thrilled me just like pappy's brew. White lightning after what I'll name you White lightning after my pappy fruit Cause you do the same to me You make me holler Whoopee My White lightning Cherokee Well, I was falling I fall after my pappy fruit And I'd do the same thing If I couldn't get you I get a chill from the thrill Till I think here's what I'll do I'm gonna kill myself Over you Lightning Cherokee, what you do to me? You make me wanna climb a tree, you make me holler, whoopee! My white lightning Cherokee. I built a house on a hill alongside Pappy Still. I know I'll be the next owner cause he put it in his will. I don't believe Cherokee will ever be untrue. No, she'll never do me wrong as long as I got Pappy Brew. Well, I didn't ask her what I'll name you. Well, I didn't ask her my Pappy Brew. Cause you do the same to me, you make me holler. Whoopee! My white lightning Cherokee. Well, I was falling up all after my Pappy Brew. And I'd do the same thing if I couldn't get you. I get a chill from the thrill till I think here's what I'll do. I'm gonna kill myself over you. Well, I need Cherokee. What you do to me? You make me wanna climb a tree, you make me holler. Whoopee! My white lightning Cherokee. 
Here's Lou Christie, Indian Lady. From 1963, here's the insane Stonewall Jackson. Give it back to the Indians. I was riding down the river in a real old Indian canoe. The bottom fell out and I went down and I came up a hollering to give it back to the Indians. Give it back to the Indians. Bow and arrow When the bow broke and hit me in the face 
That sort of thing must not be made For this kind of human race Give it back to the Indian Give it back to the Indian Give it back to the Indian Somebody told me that a heartache Started with an Indian maid She loved a young brave and he loved her Then she up and ran away The one I love just hurt me Left with someone new Now I've got a big heartache And I don't know what to do Give it back to the Indian Give it back to the Indian Give it back to the Indian This next song is really a true story of American heroism. This is the story of an Indian who joined the army in World War II and was one of the soldiers to put the flag up on that hill in Iwo Jima and what happened to him when he came back home. Here's Johnny Cash, The Ballad of Ira Hayes. Ira Hayes, Ira Hayes, call him drunken Ira Hayes, he won't answer anymore, not the whiskey drinking Indian, nor the marine that went to war. Gather round me people, there's a story I would tell. About a brave young Indian You should remember well From the land of the Pima Indian A proud and noble band Who farmed the Phoenix Valley In Arizona land Down the ditches a thousand years The waters grew Ira's people's crops Till the white man stole their water rights And the sparkling water stopped Now Ira's folks were hungry and their land grew crops of weeds When war came, Ira volunteered And forgot the white man's creed Call him drunken Ira Hayes He won't answer anymore Not the whiskey-drinking Indian Nor the Marine that went to war There they battled up Iwo Jima Hill 
250 men, but only 27 lived to walk back down again. And when the fight was over and old glory raised, among the men who held it high was the Indian Ira Hayes. Call him drunken Ira Hayes, he won't answer anymore. Not the whiskey-drinking Indian nor the Marine that went to war. Ira Hayes returned the hero, celebrated through the land. He was wined and speeched and honored. Everybody shook his hand, but he was just a Pima Indian. No water, no home, no chance. At home, nobody cared what Ira had done. And when did the Indians dance? Call him drunken Ira Hayes. He won't answer anymore. Not the whiskey-drinking Indian or the Marine that went to war. Then Ira started drinking hard. Jail was often his home. They let him raise the flag and lower it. Like you'd throw a dog a bone. He died drunk early one morning, alone in the land he fought to save. Two inches of water in a lonely ditch was a grave for Ira Hayes. Call him drunken Ira Hayes. He won't answer anymore. Not the whiskey drinking Indian or the Marine that went to war. Yeah, call him drunken Ira Hayes, but his land is just as dry, and his ghost is lying thirsty in the ditch where Ira died. Here's Johnny Preston with the most famous of all of the American Indian songs, "Running Bear." On the bank of the river stood Running Bear, young Indian brave. On the other side of the river stood his lovely. Indian maid, little white dove, was a her name. Such a lovely sight to see. But their tribes fought with each other, so their love could never be. Running bear, love little white dove, with a love big as the sky. Running bear, love little white dove. That couldn't die. He couldn't swim the raging river, 'cause the river was too wide. He couldn't reach little white dove waiting on the other side. In the moonlight, he could see her throwing kisses across the way. Her little heart was beating faster. Waiting there for her brave running bear, 
little white dove with a love big as the sky. Running back, love little white dove with a love that couldn't die. Running back, dove in the water, little white dove did the same, and they swam out to each other through the swirling. They came as their hand touched and their lips met. The raging river pulled them down. Now they'll always be together in that happy hunting ground. Running bear, love little white dove with a love big as the sky. Running bear. Love little white dove with a love that couldn't die. We're going to end this show a little differently, and the reason is the thing to me is so heartfelt that I didn't feel that my words could end this. So I'm going to leave it to Paul Revere and the Raiders and this beautifully reconstructed, um, how do you, I don't know exactly how to put it, reconstructed um, speech by the American Indian chief of the Nez Perce Indians, Chief Joseph. This is a heartfelt piece of American history which unfortunately we do not get to hear these days. Um, this part of American history has been clouded over and is never touched in school. And it's a shame because this man was one of the greatest chiefs, was best known for his speech. And we're going to play that for you right now to end the show. It has been an immense pleasure to do this show. Some of the songs, some who are thin-skinned might think are insulting to the American Native Indian. I guess I call them Native American. It's very hard when you've grown up on 1940s and 50s Westerns. But they are a people like so many others. They are a part of our society and the fact that they are living on reservations, I hate to bring in politics, but they are a race of people like all others, but they are treated special in a wrong way. They, instead of being the entire race of people being put into society and allowed to, they are given special privileges by the government. Yeah, do they owe them those special privileges? Sure. People like Ira Hayes and, and so many other Indians that fought for our country, Native Americans that worked for our armed forces, that carried this Indian code that the Germans couldn't break during World War II. Great things that nobody else could do. And we have to pay homage and be thankful for those and hope that as more generations come, the American Indians... Native Americans, I'm sorry, I just keep saying that, will come into their own. They're starting to now. 
Of course, they're making a lot of money on reservations as far as being, they can run gambling establishments and whatever, but they should be considered just like anybody else. And it is my hope that in some day we won't be saying that this one is Jewish, this one is Italian, this one is German, this one is black, this one is Puerto Rican, this one is Mexican, this one is Indian, this one is Native American, that we will be one nation under God. This is Lee Douglas. Listen closely. That's a wrap. I have heard talk and talk, but nothing is done. Good words do not last long unless they amount to something. Words do not pay for my dead people. They do not pay for my country. They do not protect my father's grave. Good words will not give me back my children. Good words will not give my people good health to stop them from dying. I am tired of talk that comes to nothing. It makes my heart sick when I remember all the good words and all the broken promises. White man wants to live in peace with the Indian.
we can live in peace. There need be no trouble. Treat all men alike. Give them all the same law. Give them all an even chance to live and grow. You might as well expect the rivers to run backward, as that any man who was born a free man should be contented when penned up and denied liberty to go where he pleases. We only ask an even chance to live as other men live. We ask to be recognized as men. Let me be a free man, free to travel, free to stop, free to work, free to choose my own teachers, free to follow the religion of my fathers, free to think and talk and act for myself. Hear me, my chiefs! I am tired. My heart is sick and sad. From where the sun now stands, I will fight no more forever. Cherokee Nation will return, will 